Okay, welcome everybody to the Good Enough Chess Podcast, where we're going to be talking about everything chess, anything from learning how to study to emotional and mental health and physical factors that might impact your play. Today I have with me Mr. Joe. Tell us about yourself. Hey, welcome. Um, Well, I am Joe. I do a lot of the tech and um, I draw the logo. I've been drawing since I was a kid. (laughs) Joe is a little bit modest. He is a brilliant artist as well as the IT rep for Chess Counselor LLC. We brought him out here today to test out doing a podcast, a chess podcast, obviously. And we're just going to be talking about some... Actually, we're just going to ask him a few questions about his chess experience. So let's start with that. Joe, what is your chess experience? My chess experience. Okay, so... Actually, I don't think I've told you about this, but I was actually first exposed to chess when I was in high school. Okay. And I originally shrugged it off. It was, uh, so I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not, I wasn't never a model high school student. Um, used to, I had a lot of problems with bullying and racism and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so I used to skip school a lot. I used to cut a lot of school and hopefully mm-hmm. my mom doesn't watch this pod or listen to this <laughs> podcast. I used to skip school a lot and I used to forge my teacher's signatures because they used to make me sign a progress report. And well, anyway, um, okay. I'm not going to digress too much, but uh, uh, my English teacher was the only one that was actually really nice to me. And he's, he didn't start a chess club, but he used to play chess. And I used to kind of get involved a little bit as a layman. Okay. Tell us a little bit more about that chess experience. What, do you, what did it offer you? It was not so much. I didn't actually, I played a little bit. I wasn't very good on, a, we didn't really talk about theory or you know so kind of exposed to it kind of built that awareness we were just moving pieces and he was talking to me Mm -hmm. it's pretty much how it went Mm -hmm. and it just kind of created an atmosphere that's awesome yeah we do talk um a lot about kind of building a a nurturing chess environment i'm glad you kind of had that exposure that probably led to like you being more willing to play in the future right just kind of having this idea of what it is well i've always wanted to get back into it it's just Mm -hmm. very hard to find other people that are into it as well because honestly i've always found that in my my lifetime finding other chess players is pretty scarce yeah and that's a good segue to what chess council llc is partially what our mission is is to build a chess network build a chess community so other people in a situation like yours can find other people easily to play like club play casual games or can play more competitively and have tournaments right here in central virginia we have some tournaments that are trickled here and there, but nothing really consistent. And a lot of the chess players spend a lot of time studying by themselves. They play online, which is great, but everybody wants the kind of this kind of connection that comes along with it, right? I, I, I tried online play as well. I, mm-hmm. I started out with uh, Chess with Friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Chess with Friends. Yeah, and that, that actually, it was kind of mm-hmm. nice to be able to play people. I, I preferred, I, I, a lot of people are probably gonna crucify me for this, but I preferred Chess with Friends over chess.com because with chess with friends i was kind of playing with people i already knew so it it gave me like a sense of like i knew who i was up against 
and I don't really like per se playing with people that I don't know already. Yeah. It's kind of a quirk I have, I guess. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. You already have this connection with the person. Now you're just kind of adding some additional value to it by playing a game together. And I think we played together on Chess with Friends. And Actually, that was, that was the first app that we played. That was really Chess fun. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was years ago. <laughs> I'm not even sure if the app is still around. Not sure. Might have to check on that after the show. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so lastly, let's talk about some tips for chess improvement. A lot of the listeners um, on TikTok specifically want to figure out how they can improve in chess and you know some of the tips they can be used to improve in life and academia and such. What are some tips that you would give someone else just learning how to play? Just to learn, just learning how to play? Or maybe like already learned how to play, but you want to meet, reach a, ne- a new level. Um, I, a lot of things that I learn, I apply to drawing. So, and in drawing, I, I work on the basics. So I would study the shape and the shape, the fundamental shape of objects before I start getting into the detail on what makes up the person. I would first study their fundamental shapes and I would imagine with chess, with chess I kind of sort of do the same thing where I just kind of figure out what each piece is move, how each piece moves, how they, how they take and also how they defend. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really the most fundamental part of it because once you get that, you can study, I mean, learning theory and learning openings is going to be a fast track to understanding how to do an opening. But I think it's important to understand why those openings exist in the first place. So it sounds like it's really important to build that foundation first. Don't just learn how to just move a piece, just how to move the knight, but get a more intimate understanding of what it really does. For example, if you know how to move a knight, yes, it does the L shape, but it also changes color every time it moves. Mm -hmm. And when you're trying to think about how that knight travels across the board, you know, it can reach the other side by X, Y, and Z moves, but sometimes it matters how quickly you can get to a different square. Things like that. I have these Mm -hmm. kind of, they're not mnemonics per se, but they're more like, uh, I guess you could call them allegories that Mm -hmm. I remember when I think of the chess pieces. Okay. Can you Um, give us an example? Uh, sure, the knight, um, knights in medieval. This might only work for me, by the way, because it's kind of. Hist- I'm, I like medieval history, and it kind of it meshes well. With if it me. works for you, I guarantee it works for someone else out there. Maybe, <laughs> but like the pawns can only attack at the sides. The reason why they can only attack at the sides is because originally, when people fought, they fought using the phalanx, which is a shield in front, mm-hmm. and their weapon at the sides. That's why when pawns are in a row, they're all attacking at once. And that's basically what I envision when I think of pawns. When you get them in a vanguard formation, like at a V, then they create like an almost indomitable force right in Mm -hmm. that area. Um, The knight, he attacks in an L shape because knights used to swing from their horse, which means they are actually attacking at a flank mm-hmm. not directly in front that's kind of how i see the knight anyway actually that's that's fantastic uh that's definitely not the way i had learned but i can definitely appreciate having that kind of story and kind of visual representation and it makes me think about when it comes to something a bit more advanced learning different positions 
and learning like different like fortresses even and kind of creating a story around that learning the history around that i think that would help with like trying to memorize things right yeah kind of you know just like with the bishop i kind of imagined them as actual bishops like you know uh, i mean this might be a stab at religion but um (laughs) they always stick to their color they have one point of view they always go in one direction either back or forward you know but they don't veer away from their color because that is their their taboo their 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 philosophy yeah so that's kind of how i think of things the king kings are don't they don't really do a lot they kind of send everybody to do everything so yeah he's only going to move one at a time he's capable of doing a lot like any king is also capable of doing a lot but he only moves in one direction step by step the king does not to be doing work the queen she has influences everywhere believe it or not behind a great king there is a greater queen <laughs> so i think we should hit the rook we hit every other piece we might as well talk about the rook well the rook is the wall obviously mm-hmm. i mean it goes without saying mm-hmm. but um i think rook uh you could i don't have um uh, it's it actually translates i think it was originally um it was an arabic word and it translated to like rook or i think it was rock but it's spelled with like a different r h you you have to look this up for yourself <laughs> but um i don't think it was originally a wall i would have to get back to you on what it originally was but okay. i read it one time but the rook basically is a wall it forms a wall wherever it is and mm. i think it's pretty much just kind of self-explanatory yeah it follows along with how it moves up down left or right mm-hmm. builds a wall around wherever it goes yeah and mm-hmm. the rook uh the rook uh specifically has the castle walls and the castle walls are usually guarded by archers and whenever you had a castle wall they used to call it um they had a specific area on the castle wall that i believe it was called the killing area and if you trapped anybody in there they were pretty much dead <laughs> that was where they trapped you in they closed the gates oh yeah yeah that's sides. right yes. yeah yes and you were that was it that was your army right there you never went in through the front for that reason but that's, uh, that's interesting stuff uh, well that's all the time we have thank you for sharing all that with us we definitely gave me a lot to think about as far as learning more about the history uh, with medieval medieval times that might help out a lot because that sounds like very interesting history mm-hmm. to match with formations and how pieces move and things of that sort um well thanks again for joining us thank you guys for listening Till next for time me. peace mm-hmm.